back. Bill Michaels show. Grant Bill's Ben Kenny in for Bill today. Also, we'll be in for him tomorrow. You want to get a hold of the program? 877-867-1670. Packers Bears coming up on Sunday. Have a bunch on I, why Packers fans should be confident entering this game. We'll get to that in about half an hour. And kind of, you know, what has to be different when they take the field on Sunday. Uh, different from when they last took the field, obviously. Took a loss. Taylor tweets into the program at Ben Z Kenny on Twitter and at Wisco Grant said direct TV as a special package for games. This going back to the, can you actually watch Thursday night football at a bar tonight? Uh, they have a special package for games that are only available on prime for businesses. Uh, and he sent me a link. So that'll continue for Sunday night. Uh, excuse me for Sunday ticket next year as well. He also notes that uh, the bar and lacrosse running Hulu is likely not doing it legally grant. So is there a difference when running it just for TV versus live sports? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I have no idea. I have no idea, but that's very good news that if you are out and about the good bars, I guess around this great state will have the game on tonight and we will see. There's one I'm excited to go to. I'm not going to name it because if they don't play it, I'm going to be angry tomorrow when I come in to work. Okay. So we'll get to that. We'll deal with that. If they do play it, I'll give them good shout shout outs. No free ads though. So, Grant Aaron Rodgers, talking to the media yesterday, we're going to hit a couple of the things he said. We'll expand upon it. Uh, We'll hear more from him as we go throughout the show today. His first thing, talking about what they need to do to get running backs, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, more involved with the offense. Here's what he had to say. I think you got to stick with the run a little bit more. We, I think, maybe reacted... I think it's Matt. Matt probably said the same thing, but we maybe reacted to the score a little bit, and, and we were running the ball well. I think we ran it like about six a six a clip. So we got to just stick with the runs, make sure we're getting our attempts where we want it to be. And we have a lot of different packages where they're in the game in different spots, and just find a way to get them to, to football uh, a few more times. So after what we saw on Sunday, number one, that encourages me. Matt Lafleur said it too. I have never doubted. You know they're attempts to get Aaron Jones and Dylan the football they need to they are probably the most dynamic players uh, offensive skill position guys at least that the team has so I I knew that Rodgers in the floor also looked at that game on Sunday and said Aaron Jones eight touches not nearly enough I will note though uh, and Rodgers said this as well that the game script and the flow kind of went against running the football early and that maybe changed the way that the team approached it and I would disagree with that approach that if you get down seven early and have that drop touchdown that you then still don't give the ball enough to Jones and Dylan. Um, The biggest thing, Grant, that has to happen on Sunday for me, first and foremost, this feels like a Packers team that kind of needs to play from ahead, at least where we stand today. Like if they get out in front, I have no doubt. I, a suffocating defensive effort will obviously go a long way, but I've no doubt if they get out ahead, they'll be really tough to beat with who they have in the backfield and the way they can control the game. If they're down though, I can't look at this offense and have confidence that quick strikes and long explosive touchdowns are there until I see it happen. Okay. I'll say this quickly. This is a big point that I talk about a lot. Malafleur, his Packers are designed to jump out to a lead and then cling to it. They're not going to run away with the game. And I don't think they're going to come from behind very often. This team is designed, and we saw it in Rodgers' first year when they were 13-3, and three, despite really not looking that good. They'll get out to a lead, 
and then they'll just cling to it and barely win. And LaFleur knows that. And he knows that they can win that way because it's for real. They don't turn the ball over, which is like a great skill to be able to bank. And most head coaches can't bank on that. I, I want to bring up something you and Zach were talking about on Tuesday night, Kenny and Heilprin. You mentioned adversity defense, right? So those special moments where you had to have it, right? You had to have a stop. You needed to get the ball back. You need like those, you almost put those moments in a, in a special bucket, right? Adversity defense. Yep. The Packers suck on adversity offense, right? If they're playing from behind, trying to score to get back into the game, they stink at it. If they're up 10, trying to go up 17 and put a game away, they stink at it. They, they stink at those, those adversity offensive possessions. I think that's something I've really noticed about this team. Well, even when you talk about the past, I, that's still even different from where we are today. I think back to the Vikings game in Minnesota last year where the Vikings were explosive. They got out to a lead and the Packers were going right back at them with long passing plays. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Devontae Adams. The personnel just isn't there right now for the Packers to do it. And Christian Watson has the ability. We saw the ability, but he drops that one. Even if you give him that, Rodgers didn't go back to him the rest of the game. So even the personnel from teams that have showed exactly what you just talked about. The personnel even leans more towards them having to get out and play with the lead. And we'll talk more about that coming up here at 11 when we get into what has to change on Sunday for them to have a, a hand, an easy win against a Bears team that, you know, isn't going to shock the world by any means. Aaron Rodgers also talked about, and here we go, how they will handle Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs as trusted pieces in the offense. I think just the same thing I said uh, after the game. We got to be patient. You know, we got to be patient with them. The most important thing we're going to be harping on is the preparation and the fundamentals and the little things. And the jump happens when you don't become a robot and you understand the why and the what. Ugh. I'm going to walk into the sea. I can't do this <laughs> tomorrow. I can't find somebody else to fill in for Bill tomorrow. I can't do this for another day. It's going to be all season. So- be a robot. That sounds great. Wow. Run a specific route and break the route at the moment you're supposed to break it and get the ball when you're supposed to get the ball. That sounds great. Let's do that. That sounds like a very effective offense compared to what they had on Sunday. And this goes back to the patience thing. Like if we get into the middle of October and late October and into November and the team's battling for the division, and we still aren't there yet for Rodgers and the wide receivers. Like, I, when do we reach a point that things just have to change? Now, I'm not saying they do because it's one game and there's a long season ahead. But is there a point in the season? And this is also kind of a rhetorical question. But is there a point in the season where you get to and say, yeah, we can't just be patient anymore. We have to actually change things to cater to what we actually can do. We're not big on changing things just as a society or as a country. I've been talking about this last few days. Quarterbacks are so stubborn, man, especially older in their in their careers. And they get a little older and they get comfy and they like to do what they like to do. You know, they're so stubborn. Yeah. And I thought Rodgers yesterday in this presser, and we're listening to it now, he all but said, I'm not changing what I'm doing. Like, I've been good for a long time. Why should I change what I do? But the way I see it, it would be easier for Rodgers to change himself a little bit and adapt because he can, because he's great, than expect everyone else around him to change and adapt, right? That's kind of where I am today. I know we haven't gotten to that point yet in the press conference, I don't think. But, oh, we're about to. Quarterbacks yeah, are selfish. Russell Wilson will not throw in the middle of the numbers. Everything to the outside, no matter what. 
There's your layup. Why is this why is this week going this way? I was so just with it on Monday. I felt like I had a good read on the game and I wasn't upset about anything. And as the week has gone along, I just get more and more annoyed. I think I know why you're annoyed, and it could come from this clip exactly. Aaron Rodgers saying he knows it takes time for rookie wide receivers to develop in the NFL. It takes a while for anybody. Some, you know, there's been a few guys who've kind of used training camp and, and the OTAs and have been maybe a little ahead in the beginning. There's some guys who haven't gotten most of the first year. So we'll see where they fall, but you've got to be patient. They're talented guys. You know, we just got to keep giving them opportunities, and when they get the chance to make plays, they got to make the plays. <sighs> I'm really, really trying to stay level-headed today. Uh, a lot going on, obviously, and I have a show later. I have to. It's your birthday, man. Keep the stamina going. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers came into training camp. I'm trying to be as calm as I can. And you're very calm. You're doing a very good job. He came into training camp and said, "Oh, it's okay. Cobby's been teaching the young guys. Talking about Randall Cobb, obviously. Oh yeah, he he has them under his wing." I understand that there is an adjustment period for rookies when they enter the league. Naturally, the game speed is different. The defenses are different. The coverages are different. Everything, like the quarterback throws, the timing, everything is significantly different from college football. But when Rodgers says, and I knew we would get to this point, some guys were at OTAs and stuff, and they were able to come along a little further. Some guys worked harder during the summer. Aaron, where were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, you're right. You're right. You know, we, we did this conversation months ago. We but Somehow we reopened the conversation about playing in the preseason. I, I think what we need to do every year is in the middle of the preseason when we kind of have a slow football news day, we just have a purge where for the entire show, we just get all of our preseason takes out. Should they play? Should they not play? And we just contain it to one show because this is a topic that I hate coming back to and revisiting. Should he be at OTAs? Should he play in the preseason? I want to contain all this to one show and then I want to put it away for a year because I hate this topic. But here's the thing about the preseason. Mm -hmm. The Packers, and I don't care if they don't play in the preseason. They're healthy. The reason that Justin Jefferson went crazy because of some coverage busts and miscommunication and just not sharp play from the secondary I can attribute that to not playing in the preseason. Yes. When it comes, when it comes to just the general, like rookie wide receivers are not catching up to NFL game speed in the preseason because they're not facing the ones. It's not played with the same intensity. I don't think playing in the preseason would have done that. Well, Watson was hurt and Dobbs did play, but I don't think Rogers playing in the preseason would have changed anything with how we started this year. So I don't even care about that whole discussion. It's just, when you, when you talk about Randall Cobb mentoring the young guys and all this stuff and then come out when during the game, the guy with the most catches on your team was freaking A.J. Dillon. Second most was Tanyan. Uh, second most was Dobbs, actually. But then Tanyan after that. Uh, Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb, again, they ran 55 routes. They had five catches. Like when you come out and say, yeah, we need to be patient with everybody. It's like mm-hmm. there is a clear way for me to avoid this whole situation. And I know you hate the summer and you hate the OTA and all that stuff. But if you're there, we're at least starting on a higher foot than if you weren't there. And we clearly are seeing the result of the latter. Well, you know, the part of that answer that annoyed me is like, we just got to keep giving these guys opportunities. My brother in Christ, 
You are the only one responsible for giving these guys opportunities. <laughs> Why are you talking to us? You're the one who throws them the ball. I watched that game on Sunday. Watson was open a ton. He dropped one pass, and instead of thinking, wow, he was wide open, you know, what a what a funny way for him to start his career. We'll just we'll get it back to him. It'll be fine. You said, no, that's all. I'm not throwing you the ball anymore. Like, yep. You are the one responsible for the opportunities, my guy. Throw him the ball more. Yep. And uh, when Jordan Love came in, I will note that his fourth pass did go to Christian Watson for 25 yards. You know? So so yeah. even even the stats that Watson had, uh, what did he finish with? Finished with two catches for 34 yards on four targets. Well, one catch for nine yards with Rodgers there. And I think it was something quick to the outside, if I remember correctly. He just didn't go back to them with the football. And it can change as the season goes along. I'm confident it will. He's an amazing quarterback. But there, I, there are clear avenues to avoid what we're going through right now. Rogers is going to make me hate Randall Cobb this year. I'm, I already know that it's coming. And I and I feel bad because Randall Cobb seems like a really nice guy. But by the end of the season, I'm going to despise him. Not personally, but as, as a player on my team in the ecosystem of my offense. I'm just, he's going to make me mad. Yep. Only two catches, 14 yards. Again, him and Sammy Watkins, 55 routes ran. They combined for five catches, 32 yards. Even, listen, even if you're so down on the rookies, there are veterans in the room. You played with Randall Cobb forever. Ugh. Let's go forward. They understand the why. They understand the why, though. This is... Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, they... Uh, what was the other thing he said at the end of that cut? I don't know. We need to keep uh, going. Will you understand the why and the how? That bothered me. I mean, which the part how. bothered me? There's a million things. I, I should have written them down. That's no, the like how. Me. Yeah, the yeah. why and the how. Well... The how seems more important at this stage in the game. Maybe let's get that part down. One guy who seems to not understand the how at this point or the why. Aaron Rodgers was asked about the status or progress of wide receiver Amari Rodgers in the offense right now. Yeah, he's returning for us right now. That's all I got on it. That to me, like we have said, Rodgers has said, if I'm not, you know, talking to you, it means you're doing something wrong. If I'm talking to you, it means, you know, you're doing it right and I'm going to be hard on you because I trust you as a piece of the offense. Amari yeah. Rodgers feels like a guy where we sit today that Rodgers doesn't. I If he doesn't trust Watson and Dobbs yet and the rookies, Amari Rodgers just is not even on his radar completely. Can we, before we take this next break, because we're almost to the point where we're woefully late for this next break. Can we role play something really quickly? I want you to be the reporter and I will be Aaron Rodgers. And I don't like Amari Rogers, and Amari Rogers stinks. Please ask me about Amari Rogers, and I will answer it in a way that will not create any headlines or or stir or buzz. Hey, Aaron, uh, third round pick of last year, Amari Rogers. No offensive snaps on the during the game on Sunday. Is the, is he going to be a big part of the offense going forward? Oh well, thank you, Ben. Uh, nice to see you. You know, Amari's in his second year here. He was kind of buried on the depth chart last year, which is in a tough place to be. And then we got a bunch of new guys on the team this year. We got Watkins. Cobb is back for year two and then two rookies. We got a lot of guys, right? And we're trying to work them all in. And Amari Rogers is actually really instrumental to helping us solve our special teams problems. So he's kind of focusing on that right now. And anything we can get from him on offense in any sort of role, I'm happy with. But he's gotten special teams nailed down for us. We didn't have any return issues on Sunday. So offensive snaps or not, he's playing a role on this team. And I'm really excited for what he might be able to accomplish this year. It's so easy. That was great. It's not hard. It's so easy. It's not hard. 
<sighs> All right. There are two more cuts I have to play. The last one is what ties into to everything we're talking about throughout today. The young wide receiver room, Rogers, the media, all that good stuff. We're going to hit those when we come back. That is Grant Bills. I'm Ben Kenny. In for Bill Michaels today. Packers chatter throughout the day. Most of it focusing on the offense, the wide receiver, the skill positions. You want to chime in? 877-867-1670 is how you do so. We can take your calls coming up here in a couple minutes. More's coming up next. A lot to get to throughout the day today. More Aaron Rodgers when we come back. It's the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back in. It is a Thursday. It is the Bill Michaels show. I am Ben Kenny. With me is Mr. Grant Bills. No bill today. No bill tomorrow. He is back after the Packers game Sunday night. Green and gold post game show as well as Monday and all throughout next week. So Packers Bears coming up on Saturday. We'll get into the matchup a little bit later. We'll get into some good trends for the Packers. Things to note as well as something a Bears player said that I think is a, a a pretty gross misstep when it comes to what to say and what not to say before a game like this. We'll get into all of that. Where we are right now, Aaron Rodgers met with the media yesterday. We are talking about the young wide receivers. We are talking about the offense as a whole. And this cut, I think, Grant, that I'm about to play is the kicker in all of this. It came, uh, it turned into, excuse me, a piece by Rob Domofsky of ESPN. Aaron Rodgers... Wow talking about does he feel he needs to play more cautious with young wide receivers and an experienced offensive line take a listen i mean i gotta play the same way you know i don't i don't play the way i played in 2011 it's you know i gotta i gotta play on time and guys gotta get open uh so no i'm not gonna change the way i play we just have to realize who's out there who we're thrown to and how we're gonna actually make some hay and score some points. I don't, I don't get what he's saying there. I'm not, I'm not being critical. Like I know every answer he's given up until this point, I've been critical. I get, he's saying he's not going to change his style of play, but he referenced 2011. And then he talked about playing on time. Like, I guess I, I would have liked to follow up. Like what is, well, I don't know. You can't, I, I, you, I would love a follow up on everything that he says, but <laughs> what, what does he mean? What? I, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, the last sentence, we need to realize who we have out there. Yeah, what does that mean? You are yourself saying you don't trust yeah. anybody. So if you're not going to change the way you play and you don't trust anybody, then how in the world is this team going to have a passing game? I don't know. I don't know, man. Why do I feel? I feel worse with every passing minute about this team. Is this is this what the fast food media the dry, what does Bill say? A fast food world that we live in. Yeah. The clickbait media. Is this what it's doing to me? I feel worse by the minute about this team. I And I don't mean to instill fear. I think they win Sunday. I think they win easily. I think this team still wins the NFC North. I think they are in a terrific position to win the NFC as a whole and contend for a Super Bowl. But it's going to take time. And that was the question I asked earlier in the last hour. I, how patient can we be? with the young wide receivers and them connecting with Aaron Rodgers or because Rodgers says he feels he's going to play the same. He doesn't need to change anything. If you're going to play the same way, like there are two ways you could go with this. Number one, 
If you're going to play the same way you always play, the same way we saw last year, very successful, obviously with a lot more talent on the outside and experience than they have now, number one, then Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins should probably be, be focal points for this team, unless both of them are just washed up, which could be true. I, time will tell. Probably is true. Yeah. But that's one avenue or the second avenue. And this does go back to the Aaron Jones thing. I get the ball in your best playmaker's hands. He has to be a bigger part of the offense. Just in general, I simplify things, right? You're talking about I, you can't trust because you ask a lot and they don't understand the why and the how. And therefore, ask you can't less. connect with them down the field. Then ask less of them. Yeah. It's simple to me. Yeah. Rogers says he, he's he's not going to change the way that he plays. Look, nobody wants Rogers to become a different quarterback, right? And, and I've talked about this throughout the week on my show with Russell Wilson and Rogers and all these aging quarterbacks as they get onto their second head coach or their second offensive coordinator and, and they kind of age. They like doing things the way they like to do them. I'm not saying that Rogers should change who he is, but wouldn't you want your quarterback to adapt and to tweak every year? Because the team around him every year is different. The league every year is different. The rules adapt and defenses catch up and they fall behind. Like a quarterback should look to tweak and adapt the way that they're doing things every week. They don't have to change at their core, but tweak a little bit. We could use some tweaking this season. I don't think that's too much to ask. I know this is an unfair comparison and I'm not asking him to change his game. I'm just changing like him and LaFleur sit down and find, just find easy ways to get him the ball. Yeah. That could be step one, and then you go from there because you still have a really good running game and the offensive line, which which was, I mean, the offensive line struggled. Rodgers was pressured. That has to be said. The offensive line will improve when Elton Jenkins comes back. Bakhtiari, we'll see, and we can get to we'll that. See. But this is probably an unfair comparison, but look at Tom Brady throughout his career. There have been times where he's had Randy Moss. There have been times where he's had Gronk. Now in Tampa, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, there have been times where there are terrific down-the-field threats, and you really see him uh, take advantage of that part of the defense. There have also been times where he has had absolutely nothing outside a wide receiver. So what do we see as a result? We see James White have an unbelievable yes. career catching the football. We see him adapt to actually have an effective offense, even with the shortcomings of the guys outside. And it's one game, and we're overreacting in a way because the sample size is small. And things could change moving forward because they play the Bears. Could be a good matchup. Then they play Tampa, which will be a tough one. Once we're a month or two months into the season, I think we'll know better you know, where they stand or where they could go. But I, the adaptation, I think, is necessary. Like just playing the same and I, pretty much deflecting to say I need them to get to a point where they understand the why and the how. I just don't think how this team maximizes the amount of games it can win. No, no. If you want to win games and you want to be successful, you might have to do some things differently. I think Tom Brady's a great comparison. I don't think that's unfair at all. Now, maybe we can set this year aside because we're only one game in, but over the span of Brady's career, I thought you're right. You're right on. He's had deep threats. He's had teams where basically the whole offense was underneath and Brady figured it out and, and maximized that part of the team. Right. And I think we're going to see it with Patrick Mahomes, too. He lost his deep threat guy. He lost Tyree Kill. So now they're going to have to adapt and change. Also, all of the defenses in football are basically gearing up to stop Mahomes over the top. Right. You want to force him to take checkdowns, force these quarterbacks to go underneath. So Mahomes is figuring that out. Josh Allen was brilliant last Thursday night at doing that. It's no different than what every other quarterback in the league has to do. Rodgers should be adapting and thinking about things differently every year, which 
by the way, would fit right into his whole psychedelics thing, changing up your mindset, right? You want to get out of what you've always done. Like, you're laughing, but if we're going to make this a part of football conversation, let's make it a part of football conversation. Part of what psychedelics do is kind of wipe the slate clean, right? Get you out of the way that you used to think about things. You laugh, and I hate myself for saying this right now, but I'm right. (laughs) I'm right. I'm going to cut that. I hate myself okay. for saying this, but I'm right. I, I'm I right. feel like that's every conversation that revolves around this team's offense, just in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big question here now is, let's say Alan Lazard comes back on Sunday and they still go in the same plan, given more touches for Jones and more running. They don't abandon the run game as much as they did, especially in the first half there. Does Alan Lazard make all the difference in the world? Because I personally don't think so, but I... Like, does his presence just completely change how this offense works? Because now there is a guy that Rodgers trusts out there. Like, he trusts him, but I, I like Alan Lazard a lot. Yeah. But he's not a he's not a game-changing wide receiver. It might change things on Sunday night, yeah. Because when they get in third down or in the red zone, Rodgers has a guy that he can work with to basically abandon the play and say, all right, Lazard, you do this. I'm going to meet you over there. And, and we'll get the yards that we need, which is good. Like, you want a guy to do that with, but I don't think it solves the bigger picture issue, right? Just just playing backyard football with Alan Lazard for one game to beat the Bears, that's nice. You get a win, and you need to get that win. The Packers absolutely need to win this game on Sunday night, but it doesn't bring us any closer to, you know, a functioning offense with multiple guys who can catch the ball, right? So I, I don't want him to just spam the ball to Lazard all game on Sunday night because nope. – then we're basically last year's team, except the guy we're spamming the ball to isn't nearly as good, right? Or last year's team. Did I say game? I meant last year's team. Yep. Uh, Matt LaFleur also about this whole topic and about Aaron Rodgers. This is from a piece by Rob Domofsky on ESPN. LaFleur earlier this week when he was asked in a press conference about how Rodgers is handling the situation said, quote, I think he's done as good a job as we could possibly expect. He's always hard on himself, and I know there were a couple plays that he certainly would like to have back, uh, just like there's some plays that I would like to have back as well. That happens every game, right? But I think he's done a great job of demanding the urgency from those young guys, yet putting an arm around them as well at the same time. I mean, to me, number one, uh, the turnovers, I don't expect to continue. Like when you talk, why did they lose to the Vikings? Why did the offense stall also? Has to be said, Rodgers fumbled. There were the two interceptions. The one didn't really matter. They turned the ball over. That's the same deal we saw against the Saints last year. But when it comes, like, there's all this talk, right? There's talk from Rodgers. There's talk from LaFleur. There's talk from the receivers. You know, we feel confident. We got to put that game behind us. Rodgers wants the receivers to understand the why and the how. LaFleur thinks he had a couple plays he wants back. It's one of those deals where all the talk can happen throughout the offseason, during press conferences, during the week. But on the field, does it actually show up in the play? I guess that's my big question entering Sunday. You know, you know, it'd be fun. We go into Sunday and we just rule. We're just not going to audible tonight. We're going to call plays and have a specific goal of execute. And and we're going to nail that. Does that make sense? I think I might be cutting out a little bit. No, we got it. No audibles. I mean, it makes sense. I'd love to see it. But Rodgers isn't going to change how he plays. That's how he plays. He sees something in the defense. He calls it. I mean, 
I, there's the whole deal with, you know, the run checks where maybe LaFleur called more runs and Rodgers checked out because he liked a matchup he saw. I, I think there has sure. to be a general awareness from everybody on that offense that those same checks this year are not going to work in the first month or two if they were working last year or if they've worked throughout your career. Because all the all of the things you've said is there isn't the, the why and the how and all that from the receivers. Uh, some of those checks, it, it's just not the same setting. This goes way, This goes back to the whole deal of, you know, do you expect this team as a whole to bounce back? I do, obviously. The defense will play a lot better. The secondary will be a lot more sound in its assignments. Uh, the de- they can win games just by playing good defense, and they'll win a lot of games this year. But it's not the same as last year, where you knew everything was still going to work because they had the personnel there. And right now, I mean, Watson has talent. Dobbs has a lot of talent. I, we've seen the talent show. It's like, does yeah. the ball actually go to them? I would love to see. I We always go back to the Arizona game, and there was no Devontae. Um, Rodgers getting the ball out fast. Lazard, I believe, have a big game. The running backs had a big game. I would love to see something like that where we're getting the ball out fast to Christian Watson on the outside. Manufacture touches. Confidence is grown by having successful plays, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you could do all the things in practice, but if you get in the game like Watson did drops the first ball and then is trying to bounce back, but doesn't get the ball the rest of the game until Jordan love comes in like manufacture touches, build confidence. Like I, I don't know stack. I I don't want to use McCarthy's word, but stack success here. Stack success for the young guys. Just manufacture their touches on the outside. The bears, I they're the bears. It's a 10 and a, spread LaFleur does not lose after a loss this shouldn't be like oh we have to press to score a touchdown late in the game to tie the game and if they do then there's a real problem with what we're dealing with right now but it shouldn't be that situation so manufacture touches for the young receivers get them going and find a way to operate the offense that actually works consistently with AJ Dillon not being your leading receiver well that's a good start huh. yeah That would be a really good start. I'm worked up today. Man, it's frustrating because I remember early in Rodgers' career, the 2010 playoff run, like you remember against the Eagles. Sorry to bring this up. (laughs) I remember, was it going into halftime or coming out of halftime? James Jones had a touchdown in his hands, just dropped it in a must-win playoff game. And then against the Steelers in the playoffs, Jordy Nelson had a couple of drops. And Rodgers didn't used to have an issue going back to guys. In fact, I remember him specifically doing it intentionally, right? Jordy would drop a pass in his third year. He was young and very far down the depth chart. Jordy would drop a pass. And I remember when I was young, seventh grade, I'd be like, oh, Rodgers will go right back to him. And he did. I want that Rodgers back. What happened? What happened to that young, trusting, maybe naive in a good way quarterback that I used to love so much? Yeah, I still do. I still do. But you need to go back to the elementary school thing you need to you need to teach the young wide receivers how to learn before you pile on information Mm. and how they learn is seeing success on the field at least i think and this isn't this conversation we're having this needs to be said it's not an it's not a long-term even season-wide thing it's a right now how does the team and offense get going as the season goes along what do we need to see for sunday to not happen again because last year, Devontae was there, and they had the ability to just go to him when they needed it. 
And Rodgers knew that the whatever checks he made, like he said, he would just wave to Devontae and he knew what he was thinking. And then boom, 70-yard touchdown. That seems quite impossible this year. So how are they going to find a way to get off the ground and get going? So I, I don't mean to be alarmist here. This isn't like, the sky is not yeah. falling. But yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're kind of peddling fear porn about my Packers, if I can be honest with you. Oh, come on. Being a bit... <laughs> Dude, you, you might have seen my tweet, but I heard Mike Greeny this morning in the 10 minutes of Get Up that I watched while drinking my coffee. He asked the panel, which I think was Bart Scott and, I don't know, Dan Graziano. He said, in Green Bay, is it R-E-L-A-X or S-O-S? <laughs> I'm like, I wish my apartment wasn't on the second floor so I could jump out <laughs> and end it all instead of just breaking my leg. He, by the way, I'm not mad about the overreaction. Maybe the Packers stink this year. I, I don't know. I just, the way he said it, I'm like, man, that SOS or R-E-L-A-X. No, but that's. Yeah, we need to step up our game. That's not where I'm at. Not, not even close. I think this team's fine. We're going to get to Sunday's game. I think they win easily on Sunday. I think they win the NFC North. I'm confident in the in the roster and the team as a whole. It's just like, what's the story from week one? It's the fact that Christian Watson drops the touchdown. Uh, the offensive line does struggle, but he drops the touchdown. Rodgers doesn't go back to him the rest of the game. One catch for nine yards after that on a couple targets. So I, I don't mean to pet, like I am high on this team still. I'm high on the defense. Were, were, were you really about to say, I don't mean to peddle fear porn? Yeah. Were you about to say that? <laughs> yes. I love this show. Yes. And this is even, this is the Thursday after a loss. This isn't even the Monday. I think it gets more fun as the week goes along because you get like half-baked theories about what went wrong and you can dig into a McAfee interview and a Wednesday presser. And then Clemens comes in and, you know, Clemens, you know, I, I talked to a certain someone who knows a certain someone and he throws a little special spice into the mix too. Well, it gets more frustrating when after what we saw on Sunday, Rogers talks for lack of a better term, or at least in the, in the, what he said, the specifics of the rookies and all that stuff, given what had happened and the context of just the entire career long. And in the last couple of years, yeah, yeah. It, it objectively gets tougher. Eight, seven, seven, eight, six, seven, 1670. You want to react to all of this? You can, let's go to the phones. Line one. You're on the bill. Michael show. Who do we got? Mitch. What up, Mitch? What's going on, man? You guys just need to relax. Wow. I've been... We're 0-1, Mitch. I refuse. I'm a Packers owner. This is my business. Well, you're, you're getting way... Some of your points are valid, but you're getting way too stressed out over Roger's words. Seriously. Well, I can't disagree. Like, I'm it's not... Just, yeah. It's just like on and on. It's like, I mean, things will, things will be good. I know, and I have trust that they will be. I think this will be a really good team. But, I mean, to achieve what, what they need to achieve in uh, one of Rodgers' last years, I think there are improvements that have to be made. It's just like oh, yeah. I, after watching, it's how I feel. I can't come on and just, you know, blindly well, be confident it's all going to work itself out in that specific realm. Well, there definitely has to be improvements. But just, uh, I mean, you guys are like it's, like Rodgers is the devil here or something. No, 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 no. That's the that's way it's coming across. <laughs> well, Grant, I defer to you. Stop. You're the host. You're supposed to. No, 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 no. You, I defer to you. Rogers I, is not the devil. I, if I didn't love Rogers, I wouldn't care this much. 
Exactly. And and if there wasn't the confidence that he is right now, I mean, the back-to-back MVP and one of the best quarterbacks of all time, this conversation, you know, wouldn't be had. It's because the standard is high, right? Mm-hmm. So I, and he has a high standard for the receivers. I just, I just want to see it all work. This, this conversation is a product of the standard for the offense and for his play being high, which is a compliment to him. And I mean, he is the reason that the Packers are the Packers right now. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So I don't, hey. I, well, we've had callers, most notably one, who called in and said the best thing for the Packers Thanks, would Mitch. be if Aaron Rodgers went on injured reserve. We're not saying that. Well, Dave from Monona, I've learned, I've taken valuable advice to just go against whatever he has said. <laughs> fade, fade Dave's takes. Yeah. That's funny. So, all right, 877-867-1670. You want to chime into it. We'll talk about the Bears game coming up next. I, I didn't mean to start with this negativity, but I'm worked up today. So a lot more to come. We'll talk about the passing game. We'll get into what is to come on Sunday. What has to be better? What do you have confidence in improving? That is coming up. That is Grant Bills. I am Ben Kenny. It's, it's the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.